Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. To another episode of the Golden Buddhist Your boy Pooh Bear. Got my man Aunt Petty Murphy in the building. What's good with you, my boy? What's happening? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you noticed that the music changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. We don't yeah. got to stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them folks at YouTube was like, mm, I don't think so. <clears throat> Big folks like, nah, nah, I need my money for that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> Like, hey, you can't play that. I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. What up, Marvin? Marvin in the building. What's good? What up, my boy? I'm Marvin. Nick in the building. What's good, Nick? We're gonna talk. Oh, that, uh, boy. that boy, we, Nick, we, on cloud twelve right now. Yeah, we're gonna have to talk some uh, NBA tonight. We 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 gotta start off with some stuff, but we definitely gotta talk some NBA. It's been some moves. That thing ain't been. That thing ain't been jumping. Listen, hey. Man. Hey boy, NBA wild, bro. NBA wild, too wild. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I was looking, I, I would check some things. I don't like what, what yeah. I think 
two billion. I think that's what I saw in the first day. Oh yeah, too. man. We well, see the CBA done change now, right? And so like you done, you gotta spend that money now. You get penalized if you don't spend the money. You know what I'm saying? So like if you don't spend the money, then you can't spend it later on. Like you can't save it. And then, like, try to get a guy middle of the season. Like, ain't none of that no more. They done changed the CBA. So, everybody got to spend it. Ain't no more like, oh, no, nah, I'm only going to spend $80 million. You know, like, you got to spend it. So, that's why people been getting thrown some bags. What's up, Paul's Hub in the building? It's good. Hey, y'all do me a favor. Go on your YouTube. If you Where you're watching that on your YouTube, if you look at the bottom, Right up under the comments, you might see something you ain't see before. It's a little dollar sign there. You can click on that, and you can see your boys. So I'm finna go look at it myself. Sign there. Yep. Oh, my bad. Oh, it's all good. Yeah, we got we got super chats now. Chris, oh, yeah, Chris in the building. He said, "Warrior still that's, ain't got a big man." Whew. That's true. That's true. They still got Draymond though. They they do. I actually I, I thought for a minute I thought Draymond was gonna be getting up out of there, but I, I realized no. what he was doing. No, uh, but no. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, hey, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. <laughs> Boy, listen, that NBA, that NBA. Uh, but first, before we get started, y'all know what it is. You gotta show some love to our sponsors over at Bet Online. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, I do want to say so. I know we're gonna we gonna get to uh basketball and stuff. Uh and I'm putting this up here not for the basketball part. Chris, man, listen, I was thinking about you the other day. Uh somebody was talking about fishing. No, somebody was talking about fishing. I'm like, man, I wonder what Chris up to, man. I know he probably somewhere then with them with them. Man, Chris, been, Chris been messing with them dogs, man. Them I was dogs just gonna say it's either them Chris dogs, the blues, man. dogs or fishing, but uh love you, brother. Miss you. Uh they have been giving him the blues. I've been peeping them out on Facebook. Yeah, but uh, what's good, uh, Josh? Josh in this thing, uh, man. Let's let's get started, man. LSU baseball, <clears throat> uh, season is over with, but that doesn't mean that the the war stopped. Uh, today, well, I'm sorry, not today. Uh, I can't. I don't even know when it was. Uh, <laughs> Paul Schemes was named yeah. D1 baseballs. National Player of the Year. So we got the the Golden Spikes winner. We got the two-time SEC Player of the Year. And we got the uh, National uh, Baseball Player of the Year. So, man, that's that's Big what's ups. up. Big ups. Yeah, man. Well-deserved. I, I personally think Skins should have gotten the Golden Spikes. Um, 
just because of how dominant of a season. But then I thought about it, and I'm like, man, Dylan Cruz reached base in every single game. Safely, somehow. That's unheard of. Going back to to last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only way way it ends is because his season ends. The season ends, exactly, dog. But, like, every game this guy got on base somehow. And, like, when I thought about that record and just how crazy that, like, yeah, he kind of get it. That, too, like Chance Babbitt said, lifetime achievement. To a certain degree, like like the Grand Delp at Thorpe Award, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, we, we kind of seen that to a but Skeens was so dominant, I felt like he deserved it, but I'm just as much, or if not more so, Cruz deserved it. I, I think we, we look at it and we think Skeens, um, but I, I thought about this too. When you have uh, one, like you said, you've gotten on base successfully uh, in every game this season and, you know, saying a couple games last season. When you look at that, also when you're batting uh, dang near 500 yeah, on the season, uh, yeah. your, your own base percentage is, is almost, you know, saying every two, every two times you up the bat, you getting on at least once. Come on, man. Uh, yeah. it's it's hard not to think that you know that I mean both will, both are definitely well deserving. Not uh, to mention what he did in the field too, though. You know what I'm true. saying? That's like, true. Very so true. You playing you playing one of the most important positions in the field and playing it very well to a high level. I mean, we saw the catch he made in the in the College World Series, but not just that. We've seen him use his arm to throw guys out. We've seen him make plays diving at the wall be all over the outfield pretty much. So, yeah, I mean, he definitely deserved it, man. Yeah. So, uh, it goes without saying that uh, Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz were also named All-Americans, but they were joined by fellow uh, fellow Tiger uh, Tommy White. It's funny because I say Tommy White, and I'd be like, you know, people say Tommy White, I say who? And then I think, oh, Tommy Tanks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, but Tommy White uh, is also All-American. Uh, I hadn't looked at the whole list, but from what I gathered, there were a lot of people from Florida and Wake Forest on that list. I mean, uh, the first baseman from Wake Forest better be the only person above Trey Morgan on that list. And the only reason I say he should be above him is because Trey didn't play, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, he didn't play exclusively play first base, but... That other guy, I mean, I ain't no knock, no knock from that that kid, that guy from Wake Forest, first base, right. six five, that big slugger. Yeah, he, I mean, he gonna be a monster himself. But and I give him credit, he he got he nice with the glove as well. He not Trey Morgan, but he right. nice with the glove as well. So I can understand him being All American, kind of lifetime achievement in a sense too. But honestly, I feel like the guy from Florida who didn't get enough attention. And as far as awards, I feel like he should have been the gold uh, gold spikes finalist. Was Langford? Uh, I feel like Caglione got all the praise from Florida, but Langford to me is the only guy up there with Cruz as far as like talent. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I know they that shortstop was nice. Rivera. I mean, they got some other guys over there who nice. Hurston Waldrop is a nice pitcher. You know what I mean? But. I feel like Caglione got pretty much 90% of the headlines for Florida. And I feel like Langford should have got about 50% at least. That that dude going to go top five in right. the draft. 
Right. Um, I know sports is a what have you done for me lately type uh mm-hmm. type situation. Uh so with that being said, um I understand why guys like Tyler Floyd Ty Floyd and uh uh Thatcher Hurd may not have necessarily get the recognition they deserve, but and also LSU bullpen as a whole. Uh but when you look at Riley what Cooper. they yeah, Riley Cooper especially. But when you look at uh, what was done in the not just Omaha, but also in the um, uh, tournament as a whole. Um, yeah, I, it's 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 gonna be it, it sets up for very nicely for for next year. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Um, hopefully, LSU will have a lot more names on on these lists, uh, on these All American awards, and uh, depending on. How LSU fares with it's completely different team, but depending on how we fare with the draft and stuff, LSU should start the season top three, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Transfer portal still ain't done either. I mean, you still got a lot of people, a lot of movement in the transfer Mm -hmm. portal be made. Um, And based on who we've kind of already got on campus, I got kind of a good feeling. As far as this incoming class, it may it may not be to the extent of where well, you know you get a Paxton clean, and you get Gavin Gidry to come to you know. But mm-hmm. I know one guy is already on campus and he's already moved in. And yeah. Looks like he ain't going anywhere. So if you can get one of them pitchers to come in, definitely, definitely, we can get somebody. Uh, what's the kid from uh, Wichita? Uh, I, I want. The pitcher from Wichita. Um, Man, I know God. that kid from Jackson, Connor Griffin. If we can get that guy, if yeah. we can get that kid, I doubt it. But I'm not gonna lie, I doubt it. But bro, if you can get that guy, and I am, and I am, and I, I mean, that, I don't even think he coming. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. So Chance Babin says Chase Burns would be huge, and I, I agree. He would be. He would be. But I don't think he coming. Yeah. Uh, I think. I think that's like. I don't know. I, I've been wrong before. I didn't think Van Liff was coming. You know what I mean? I feel like, but I feel like it's too obvious. You know what I'm saying? I, I will say this: if he comes, LSU fans better not say a word about Kevin Durant no more. They better not say nothing about Eli Ricks. <laughs> I'm That's just, true. I'm That's just true. saying. I, I, I get true. it. It's it sports. And matter of fact, y'all keep that in mind. When we get to all the call later. But I'm just, I just, I don't know. I just. It would be huge. I agree, Chance, but I just don't see it happening, man. I feel like it's too high. I think he's going to end up at, like, TCU or somewhere. Uh, Chuck says, I wonder where TJ McCants landed after hitting the portal from Ole Miss after being no on the national championship team. I don't know. I have no to look idea. that up. Uh, we, one of no our, our other encyclopedia guys, uh, Andrew Moore, might he yeah, might. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew uh, if I got Julian in here, he could Yeah, they don't know. Um, also, man, also, LSU, uh, we now have a new pitching coach. Um, it's new to LSU, but not new to Jay Johnson. Um, mm-hmm. But LSU hires Nate Yeski uh, as the pitching coach. He served as the pitching coach for Texas A&M uh, previously. Uh, uh, before that, he was with Jay Johnson in Arizona. Um, mm-hmm. and before that, so we talked about the parallels to the 2017 uh, College World Series, right? Mm-hmm. In this World Series, that 2017 College World Series, the number one seed we faced that year was Oregon State, and that incredible pitching staff that they had that year. 
their pitching coach, mm-hmm. Nate Yeski. Mm. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Yep, 11 Chad years, Bell, 11 years at August State. Yeah, so like I said, he's very, very, um, re- you know, well renowned as far as pitching coach. I mean, he's he's been at the top of top That's of cool. college wars. I mean, he's had top staffs in in the college world series, made it to the college world series, so he knows how to handle arms as far as. Not just regular season, but as far as you know, deep runs into the tournament and things of that nature. So, it's exactly what LSU needs as far as going to the future. And not only that, he's got the report with Jay Johnson as well. Yes, uh, I forget who it was. There was somebody who uh is either a fan or reports for LSU said that before we got um uh when Jay Johnson first came, before we got uh Kelly, Coach Kelly from uh. I think he was at Washington. Uh, before we got him, he was hoping that Yeski would have came. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that, you know, since two years later, we, we end up with him. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, man, That's man, not, man. And we saw what Texas A&M was able to do this year. You know what I mean? They went on a run this year. Part, and a lot lot due to their pitching staff. Chris, so Chris brings this up. Chris says, I'm definitely going to be watching baseball from now on. It was exciting this year. Um, game, let, me say, let me say, Chris, I, I, I want you to know that you are absolutely right. This baseball college world series, the uh the tournament as a whole was so exciting this year. Mm-hmm. Uh I have I usually typically I'll keep up with LSU LSU. And what they're doing, I'll watch the LSU game, but I may look at the scores from other games. I was glued to probably three or four different, you know, saying teams throughout this. Um, Southern Miss uh, definitely kept an eye on them uh, when they, you know, the way they play mm-hmm. Auburn. Um, or um, Roberts. Or Roberts. Uh, I'm tell you, it's another team. Gosh, uh, Duke. Duke yeah, and Virginia. Duke. In, yeah. in, the, in, in that super regional, I kept eye on well, that. Stanford, that Stanford regional, yes. with Texas and them, that one was yes. wild. Yeah, uh, the um, yeah, so that definitely is Arkansas it's, TCU with a guy who had eleven RBIs in the game. Like man, that's it's some things that you saw this year that you never, never would thought you would see, man. And uh, that's and, yeah, that's. That's true. Uh, DK at Kelly Creations. Y'all check them out if you got any needs for shirts, uh, any kind of designs and stuff like that. Uh, but DK said he almost uh, – LSU had almost as many viewers as the yeah. NBA draft. It was in a lot the, closer than I thought. Yes. So. A lot closer than I thought. But, I mean, when you look at – I didn't – I didn't expect to see as many close games – in the College World Series, as you did, I think that had a lot to do with it. I mean, you look at LSU, they played back-to-back one-run games or, you know, in the 11th inning, you know, back-to-back. Right. Just them, you know what I mean? Yeah. They don't include what we saw from everybody else in the College World Series, especially in Omaha. And so, I mean, like the whole tournament, you had nothing but good games for the most part. And in Omaha, nobody scored over six runs in se- until the last two games. And those games were kind of – you know, boring in a sense. But, I mean, you had so much pitching and, you know, pitchers duels and defense and all that, that mm-hmm. the last two games, you finally got a little bit of offense. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. so I think even, no matter who, what you what you like to be, if you like offense, if you like defense, you know what I mean? You kind of got it all in a sense, but you really got to see 
good baseball as far as competitive one run, two run, close games, mm-hmm. every pitch meaning something. You got to see that for the most part the entire time in Omaha. Yeah. Um, we talked about this before about baseball expanding by bringing or, or you know, bringing in more offense or influencing more offense. Uh, and when you talk about when you talk about those games or when you see LSU went through the season, uh, especially the beginning of the season, they would have um, run rule, run rule game, yeah. almost every game mm-hmm. uh, to the point to where when we got a close game, like what you got against Wake Forest, where you're, you know, since a pitcher's duel yeah. and nobody scored, it was it, you're glued to the TV. Yep. Um, yeah. So it, it, it but that's what good for that's what made it so good this year though, because this whole regular season, not just for LSU, mm-hmm. but for, I mean, you look at Stanford hit 160 something home runs, Florida hit over 100 home runs, you know, Wake hit over 100. Everybody hitting home run, everybody putting up a lot of a lot of runs, everybody's putting up, you know, what I mean, these 14, 13. 12 runs games, then everybody gets to Omaha and has to play these type of games. You know what I mean? And so nobody is kind of used to it. So every fan base is like, we ain't never been in such a pressure packed, you know what I mean? From right. every, the whole nine innings is pressure packed. Who's going to make the first mistake? Who going to, we went, we've been scoring runs whenever we want to. Now we can't even, we can't get one run. Who's going to make it one hit? You know, we've been getting home runs whenever we want. Now we can't even get a single. You know what I mean? So it's like everybody, everybody was kind of, it was kind of a change of pace for everybody. And right. it came at the right time to where every game was so important and every pitch was so important because of the type of games they were. Yeah. If you look at it, uh, and I don't know officially the stat, but if I'm not mistaken, the top, at least the t- I know the top two slash maybe top three uh, home run hitters and uh, RBI leaders uh, were all in Omaha. Oh yeah, so, not just not just individuals, but teams. Right. You know so, what I mean? Teams. You had like Wake Forest, Stanford, LSU, Florida. You know, all them teams was high up there as far as as far as uh offense. Yeah. And you had like the the top defenses in Omaha yeah. too. So that's it yeah. was just and pitching staffs. You know right. what I mean? Pitching staff. You had great pitching staffs there too. Yeah. So it was it was awesome. Uh, but Chris, you were definitely right. Um. Uh, Definitely, definitely. That's hey, that'll give you reason to go to Baton Rouge next year. But you know what else, though? You know what else? What's that? The personalities. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. the college players, they 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 got the personality. They got that passion. You know what I mean? The hitting yeah. the time. You know what I'm saying? Like all of that. that and it not just for LSU, but you know for everybody. We, like every school got they got they little way thing, got they, yeah. Wake Forest had that little. Everybody got their little thing that they do, and it just the passion in that fan base and the interaction with the fan base, and like the way the fan the, the whole dugout doing the the time. And if you look behind, you look at the fans behind them, they doing it, you know. what I mean, they got the Travinsky shirts, you know what I mean, with his his face and all that. Like you don't you don't see that at the at the next level as much, you know what I mean. The next level is not as not as integrated with the fan base and their passion that the players kind of translate into the fans. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Uh, also, man, we did a poll, man. I did, we did two polls. Um, the first one I did was outside of, uh, schemes and, uh, Dylan Cruz, who would you say was your unsung hero? Uh, Trey let me see if Morgan. I can. Yeah. Trey Morgan ended up winning, but I, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up. Uh, that was my answer. 
Yeah, that. I, uh, yeah, yeah. Trey Morgan. Um, hold on, let me see if I can find it. But I, I did this for a reason, and I did it for a reason, and it kind of proved to some because somebody made a comment and it proved my point. Um, oh, Chris said Beloso. Oh. That's actually a good. One. That's actually that's actually one of the ones that a lot of people mm-hmm. uh said. Uh, Riley Cooper got a lot. Riley Cooper and somebody uh said um the bullpen as a whole. So yeah, 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 yeah. So it was uh I'm pulling it over here. Trey Morgan, Jordan Thompson, Tommy White. So as far as the poll, Tommy White and Trey Morgan. Trey Morgan with forty eight point three. Tommy White with uh thirty six point one. Uh, other was at 11.5 and then we had names like uh Beloso, uh Cooper, uh the bullpen. Um um see somebody said it's got to be Tommy or Trey, I can't pick. Uh Trey and Beloso. Uh, but this was the the one that somebody said, "Hey, um what they say? He said it's impossible to vote. Everyone contributed in a big way. I said that's why I'm asking. I said I said that's yeah. why we are asking. Uh, I want to know who everyone thinks is their pick. Uh, and it, you know, so you know, yeah. that, and that and that was the point. I wanted everybody to kind of see. Everybody played their role. Everybody, it was people named different players, but nobody said, "Nah, it can't be that person." Yep, everybody, that's the thing. Everybody, everybody, I understand why everybody says who they said. You right. know what I mean? Like, I understand why. Mm-hmm. No matter what. So, uh, this team, man, no matter who you pull for, who was was uh, the guy that, you know what I'm saying, every time they came up or you heard their name, you were, you know what I'm saying, you were jumping out your seat. No matter who it was, everybody on this team played a part to where – when they were introducing those guys coming out, if it wasn't somebody who was just like didn't play at all, um, everybody got like a standing ovation, mm-hmm. loud cheers. Um, and you go back and look last year, Beloso gets hurt in a celebration pregame before game one, and he's out for the season. You had uh Malazzo, who people cursed for yeah. not, you know, what I'm saying making big hits. Uh, you had uh. Jordan Thompson, who, uh, who, no matter what, even even in the Florida game, game two, people were yelling, "Hey, take him out!" You yeah. know this, and, and you know talking bad about him, but fans rallied behind him in it's game three. RBI. He gets the first RBI, and he he plays a, such a pivotal role. Uh, but it, that's that's the point I kind of want to get people to see. So, uh, that's that that's kind of where I went with that one. So. Uh, Chris said Trey Morgan definitely my favorite. Uh, I'll tell you this Trey Morgan had my favorite family because his dad, his seen his dad, dad pops, always, yeah, his pops, man, dope, that was bro. so that was so his pops was dope. If I'm not mistaken, his dad had purple hair one night too, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me, it, went, it yeah. wouldn't that surprise me. I ain't gonna lie though, I'm a, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird, like not seeing Trey at first mm-hmm. and seeing a and seeing a ball that's like. Kind of underthrown a bit that I then got accustomed to Trey. Just oh, that's routine for Trey. The first one that get by the first baseman, I'm gonna be like, man, why Trey ain't no? You know what I mean? Like that's gonna be the first. I'm gonna have to get used to that, man. Cause like I done got so that dude a vacuum over there, man. Like he right. don't nothing get by Trey 
on first base, man. I'm a, I'm a, that's that's such a luxury, dog. That yeah. I'm a, I'm a miss having. Great wall of Trey. No <laughs> so, facts. And honestly, uh, Thompson too. Oh yeah, and his true. his range is short, bro. Like that's that's not nothing that you just find you know anybody being able to do. So that's it, we gonna man that team gonna look different next year, dog. And mm-hmm. I don't know how ready I am for. Yeah, it's gonna take some growing pains. This this gonna be equivalent to uh, not necessarily in the dominance, but this will be uh equivalent to the twenty nineteen team where you have to get get used to because mm-hmm. you're gonna be constantly comparing. Yeah. To that. So, oh, Friday yeah. nights. Oh, have mercy. Friday nights gonna be so. Yeah, for boy, I feel sorry for whoever go that first Friday night. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel the first time you give up an earned run on Friday night. Oh man, I feel sorry for. Uh, is Trey projected to go first round? I don't think he is. I don't is. think so. I think and he. I don't think so because yeah. we talked to uh, Benny about this man, and because of where he plays, um, he's not projected to play first base at the next level because of his size. He's probably gonna play outfield, and because he's not really a center fielder, um, and he doesn't necessarily give you like the thirty home run type projection that some guys do, um. He's not necessarily going to be a like a first round type grade. He's still going to go, and he's going to be a solid pro because mm-hmm. he's going to get on base. He's going to get on base. He's going to be great defensively, and he's going to get on base. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that—that's that, yeah. a long career right there. But he's not necessarily going to be that face of the franchise type guy at the next level. Uh, Trey is a, is a guy who. Uh, it might take him two, two, maybe three years to get to the uh, major leagues, but once he gets there, he's gonna have a a a, a good yeah. 15, 20 year career. So, yeah, yeah. Mm. Pause mm. up. Next year's Friday night guy pitched the final game. It's hers bump now. It's her to Floyd. Hold on, we still like we what we heard about Taylor. Yeah, but he's coming I, I, off I, injury though. I get it. I get it. So it's gonna be interesting. Uh, I I don't think you go wrong with either one of those guys. Uh, uh, and man, uh, better than Paul Skeens. Uh, I'm just saying. We'll see. We gonna see, man. Uh, I'm not saying that. That it ain't true, but all I'm gonna say is I gotta see it to believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of them. Never mind. I ain't even gonna do it. I ain't even gonna do it. I ain't even, I ain't even gonna slander that boy no more on this show. He done been slandered enough. That man is 32 years old now with a kid, even though he just stopped playing at LSU last year. I was gonna talk about Miles Brennan, but I ain't. I, I know. I know. He got a kid now. Congratulations. I don't know. I'm just assuming. You know, he's been married for about three years now, so mm. two years now, something. I don't know. All right. Um. I'm gonna leave that man alone, bro. Yeah, let's let's you know what? I'm glad you said that. Let's let's pivot to to football off of that. Uh, speaking of grown, grown men playing football, okay. USFL. Oh, USFL. Okay, yeah, man. I don't want to talk about it. 
because the breakers lost. They did. They got. They got. They got broke. Hey, 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 hey. Listen, but see, like right, I was so pulling this, for the breakers because I'm conflicted. Uh, I'm conflicted. I know why. I know why you conflicted. I was pulling. How you think I feel? I yeah, was pulling for the breakers because of a kill glass who who didn't necessarily start yeah. no playing and D Anderson or with mm-hmm. the breakers. But they played the Birmingham team, and I probably well, should Birmingham, be cheering for Birmingham. Birmingham. Got that number though, man. I probably should be cheering for for Birmingham, but yeah, that's funny. Krill, Krill said, <laughs> <laughs> "Moment of silence when Miles is mentioned." <laughs> man, y'all crazy, man. Hilarious. But uh, but man, all right, so. This the to me the championship game was last weekend between the Breakers and the Stallions. Um personally, okay. um the Breakers, bro, I don't know what it is. They could beat anybody, but they can't beat the style. They just got that number, man. And the quarterback for the style um for the stallions, Magoo. Uh, I think is his name, Alex Magoo. I think, uh, something I think like it's that. Mag- 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 or something like that. Uh, I don't know. I might be saying it wrong, but the man, the man, just pretty much carved us up. Um, uh, he was also uh, the only reason he played this year because of an injury. Yeah, Jamar Smith hurt, but Jamar Smith hurt, and he won the MVP. Yeah, Jamar Smith hurt. Got I mean. Jamar Smith led them to a championship last year, the Stallions, that is. And the only reason he did that was because Magoo got hurt last year. So it's almost like they flipped the script on everybody this year. And so no matter who the quarterback is, they still finna go win the championship because this is back-to-back championships for the Birmingham Stallions. Um, Head coach Skip Holtz, formerly of Louisiana Tech, that's why I'm so conflicted because I feel like they kind of did my boy wrong at Tech. He was, he mean, he had the longest consecutive bowl streak at one point. I mean, he had like six straight bowl wins at one point, like longest bowl uh, win streak. And one bad year, they kind of let him go. And he went to the USFL and went back to back championships. One with Jay Moore, one without Jay Moore. So it's like, it don't matter who you give him a quarterback, he's still finna go make magic. And if I'm not mistaken, he done only lost what? They lost three games in two yeah. seasons. I mean, that's that's three. ridiculous, dog. And and with the turnover at the USFL level because of people getting camp invites and things of that nature, it's like you pretty much doing it with a new college esque. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Wait, so. I- and when you say college is college basketball is the one and done type. Yeah, one and done. Really, yeah, true. Yeah, I mean he, he's had some of some of the same people back as far as uh, offensive linemen. You know some some of the same, but it ain't like it is in the NFL. Well, you know you bring eighty five percent of your roster back. And so my question is, who finna hire this man as their college coach? Because mm. honestly, I thought UAB would have, but they went with Trent Dill. Don't get me started there. Don't even get me started. I'll sit, I'll sit my margarita on that. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So Paul Sub says uh, the Stallions' record through two seasons is twenty-one and three, ten and zero against the North Division. The next best is the Breakers at fourteen and eight. Think about that is eight. That's ridiculous, bro. 
That's that's ridiculous. Hey, and to and to his point though, like, all right, the the North Division is pretty much our defense. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you look at the the uh, Pittsburgh team, the Maulers, they got like Ruben Foster, former first round draft pick. Oh, he laid um, the he laid that. Play. Oh yeah, that that that. Hey, that long um, hey, he finna be in somebody camp. The way he played this year, watch, watch. Somebody finna take the way he played this year. Somebody finna take. It. And then they had uh, the cornerback who was in the Pittsburgh uh, train, um, um, training camp last year. So Pittsburgh had some defense, but Minnesota, um, was Detroit had like the leading tackler, like the uh, defensive player of the year. Like so, the North got like all the defense, and the South got all the offense. You know what I'm saying? And so it's whenever the North play the Stallions or the Breakers. They, they can't really keep up. And if you look at the Stallions' toughest game this year actually came against the North. Well, one of them did against Pittsburgh. But look at the championship game, and it's like <laughs> it wasn't even close. Yeah. The only only reason why I say Ruben Foster, uh, and I would make a joke, but I'm not going to joke about DV right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think I, I get you. Our own reason, yeah, I, I, I don't think – I think what the, the league is trying to get away from I, I feel you, but I feel like that enough time has passed to where they'll still take a chance on. I got you. I got you. Um, speaking of, well, we can get back. I'll leave. I was going to say, Greg Hardy. He was knocked it, out again. Boy, that boy didn't been knocked out so many times. He it, It's like the uh, – I lost, man. I lost count, man. Hey, he he, he, he At went, this point, I think he a tomato can. I think he a dude – he a guy that they – like, oh, I got this up and coming guy who like he just need a fight at the UFC level to get his feet. He ain't you know? he ain't in UFC no more. I know, but I'm just saying. But like, I know what you're whatever, saying. Whatever organization, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just need him to get his feet wet fighting in front of a crowd this size. Give him Greg Hardy. That's an easy win. Get his feet wet. Listen, hey, Greg Hardy. I mean, Hardy. He, I, I, I literally think, feet wet because he only finna be in there for about forty five seconds with Greg Hardy before he. I about. literally thought Greg Harden. Work had a new job working for a uh, uh, mattress. What they call mattress firm? Uh, every time I see him, his legs in the air. He done took the he done took the sheep's job. Hey, hey, every time I see him, his feet now. I'm talking about he that. took the sheep's job. <laughs> you know how if you get choked out of something or you get knocked out, they raise your feet and try you know so start shaking your legs, hey. try to get the uh, blood hey, you back. Remember, you remember? You remember the sheep used to come in there and them people room. Mm-hmm. And every time I count sheep, now you got to count Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy. <laughs> hey, that's just like, uh, <laughs> hey, it's, standard, it's a standard eight count with Greg Hardy. Just <laughs> you, some, some of y'all older, older, a bunch of knocked out Greg Hardy's. <laughs> it's a standard eight count. A bunch of our older gentlemen remember the uh, Tootsie Roll, you know, say so how many licks does it take to get to. Oh, <laughs> great! How, How many? Does it take to, to a one, a two, who, a three? That's all you see. Oh man, that, that boy man. like a pair dispenser. That boy got knocked out so many times. Anyway, man, oh, that, boy, that boy Nick said he working with mattress Mac as his new man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Hey. Matches Mac pay him a lot less than he got to do his bets. That's for facts. Man, man, man. Uh, that dude is a genius too. 
Oh, Matt yeah. Trismack, the way oh, he yeah. do it. Marketing genius, for sure. Oh, man. Um, <sighs> Boy, that was funny. That was funny. Man, man, man. I but yeah, shout out to to I do want to say shout out to Birmingham, uh back to back champions. Uh yeah, shout out to Coach Holtz, man. Coach Holtz. Um I don't even know what to say, man. It's like it's that's like pure dominance. Hey, but I will say this though. Um I can't wait until the breakers get a stadium and they play in the city of New Orleans. Mm. Make that happen, breakers. Yulman Stadium, make it happen. Yeah, they need. They ain't playing at Yulman now. What are they doing now? Mm-hmm. They don't play. No, they only. No, they only playing in like uh, only like a few cities playing at home. Birmingham and Memphis, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Yeah, because yeah, right. they moved Tampa Bay to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like in the north, they play a few games at at uh, Canton, and then I think uh, Pittsburgh. They play in Pittsburgh. Like they play, they play a few spots. I think Canton gonna end up with a team though. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did see that licensing and stuff. They had uh already had like like the Birmingham team, mm-hmm. the, the Stallions, but it was a different city. They had already trademarked some like a, a few of the teams in different yeah, yeah. cities. So yeah, I think I think Memphis is definitely like Tampa is probably out in, the, and I think that's what they need to do with most of the spots. Take them to places that ain't really already got an NFL team. I think the Breakers is cool. In New Orleans, because the Breakers don't have – like, New Orleans don't have a baseball team, so you're not competing with baseball. You know what I'm saying? But, like, when you go to Pittsburgh or you go to Detroit, I you know what I'm saying? saying? And you go to those places, they got a football team and they got a baseball team. So not only are you not craving a football need, but you're competing with a major league baseball team. Whereas, like, Memphis, like, the closest football team, Nashville, so even if they are Titans fans, they ain't got no baseball team to compete with. Three, three and a half Birmingham, hours away. Like, yeah. Birmingham, another one. Like, put one in – I know St. Louis, I think, should be one. Even though they got a baseball team, they ain't got football, though. You know what I'm saying? So and they and they were league. one of the teams yeah. who, who, when they previously had – was it? I can't remember if it was XFL or USFL. They was um, in the XFL. That was the Battle Hawks. Yeah, and they, were, they still off, still off. Uh, but that was one of the ones that was selling out. So I agree. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's but you know what I'm saying? Like cities like that is what I would do if I was the USFL. You make you right. Uh, I I don't need, I don't even know. I'm not even going there with Nick. But, <laughs> Talking about which nah. <laughs> we, that, the Monroe Moccasins was the hockey team that used to be in Monroe. Yeah, but we're not playing that nothing in Washington, dog. Uh. This ain't HBCU out, but I'm excited oh, for hockey. Man. I'm excited for hockey. Oh yeah, HBCU hockey gonna be lit, dog. It's gonna be lit. Uh, I can't wait. I'm I can't wait. As soon as they start selling jerseys, I'm gonna get it. Uh, you man. heard me, Chris. The Monroe Moccasins, like <laughs> the snake. Yes, water moccasins. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, hey, so before we get to uh, matter of fact, let's go ahead and talk about NBA, man. Real All right, let's do it. Who we starting uh, with? First of all, who we start? Where we starting? I'm we start with like the actual stuff, or we start talking about like what's about to happen? Because in uh, my opinion, what's about to happen might be the biggest thing. All right. Hey, re- before we go with what's about to happen, run down. I, I need to step away real quick. Run down what you, you know, saying some of the the big 
big moves so far. Some of the ones that's already happened. Yes, sir. All right. Some of the ones that's already happened. Let's see. We can start with the first big one. Um, in my opinion, Draymond Green stayed with Golden State. Um, that's a pretty big move, in my opinion, because that's kind of the swan song for the big three. Uh, we they're gonna end their careers together in Golden State. Uh, he got like a four year, hundred million dollar deal. Uh, Kyle Kuzma, um, got a four year, hundred some million dollar deal, which was overpaid, in my opinion, by the Wizards. Uh, but he's gonna be there with Jordan Poole now since Jordan Poole got traded to the Wizards, uh, and part of that Chris Powell deal. So the Wizards gonna be kind of a fun, interesting team. Um, I don't know how they're gonna play, but it's gonna be kind of fun to see them offensively. Um, then you got the Lakers been making some pretty decent moves. They brought back Austin Reeves. Yeah. Um, they signed they Gabe kept, Vincent. Uh, U- Uchum, uh, what's Uchum yeah, they, they brought Uch- uh, Ru Hachimera back. They signed Gabe Vincent from Miami on a decent mm-hmm. deal. Um, they signed Jackson Hayes from the Pelicans on a vet minimum deal, um, which is ironic because the Pelicans drafted – the Pelicans got Jackson Hayes basically with the pick that the Lakers gave the Pelicans for Anthony Davis. Yeah. Um, so it kind of came full circle. They also The Lakers also signed Cam Reddish, which I think is an interesting signing, a low-risk, high-reward signing. Right. Uh, the Lakers – Need a, another big man, in my opinion, because AD don't need to play the center. But if you can get another another true center, um, uh, I, I know they, they cut um, your boy Mo Bamba, so it's not going to be him. But you know what I'm saying? But somebody like that in that true center role, I think, is all they kind of missing. Chris mentioned it, Golden State. That's all they really mentioned, missing, too. Um, let's see uh, who else. Let the me- Houston Rockets. I don't oh, know they, what they're they doing. They done made some they, moves. Well, they, done had six, they had $60 million in, in cap space, so they had to use it. And I, they signed Fred Van Vliet to a, a understandably big deal because you're going to have to overpay to get him to come to Houston. But it got you a grown-up. You know what I'm saying? It got you a vet who knows how to win in the league, who knows how to, you know what I'm saying, to – to be a pro in this league as far as to taking your body seriously, the ins and outs day in and day out. And it gives Ame somebody who can kind of – it gives Ame somebody who he could kind of like look at as the leader for that team. They also signed Dylan Brooks. Kind of overpaid, but I understand why they did it because now they got an enforcer for a young team who can kind of show them what it takes physically. And they had no defense pretty much perimeter wise. So it's a weird pairing when you look at Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks. And I don't know what Jalen, uh, Jalen Green fits in this, but it kind of makes sense. I just don't know how you, how you all put it all together. They game in and game out. Um, Phoenix, Phoenix dog. Uh, one year had had that team. Uh, nah, before man, I got the Clippers, ain't never had a team this good, bro. Okay, never. I'm just saying, I, I'm not doubting. Never. I'm just, I just never. wonder what is going. I mean, I, the only team, the only teams we've seen this good as far as like top to bottom talent wise is them Golden State teams mm-hmm. with Durant, the Miami teams with LeBron and Wade in them, 
And you're going to have to go back a few ways to find, like, top to bottom. Like, when you look at top to bottom, what they got, bro. And and, and point guard is still going to be the biggest question mark, but, like, you can play book at point guard. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's, like, you can, you can make that work, bro. Like, that's not, like, if you look at it, like, Aiden at center is defensive, is all defensive potential. It's if if Aiden is right in the head and Frank Vogel is what the coach is gonna make is is a big guy coach. Look at what he did with Roy Hibbert. Anthony I Davis best, they got Frank Vogel now. Anthony That's Davis, true. Anthony Davis' best years was with Frank Vogel as far as defensively and you know playing the five position. Right. You got Frank Vogel with Aiden now. If he can get Aiden's head right. And Aiden is okay with is Aiden is okay with being the fourth or fifth option offensively, and just plays his role as a rim protector, a rebounder, and and just clean up the glass, just destroy the glass. Man, they gonna be deadly, bro. And I and I hate the Suns, Nick. Mm-hmm. No, I hate the Suns, but they gonna be deadly, bro. Yeah. And I mean, like, cause who you doubling? That's true. I mean, it's it's the same offense, pretty much with the Warriors. Like, who you doubling? But but instead, they got a dude who can punish you inside if you try to one one on one them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. Draymond on eight, like you know what I'm saying? Like one on one inside, that's two. That's not even comparable. You know what I mean? Like Aiden is better in the paint than Draymond. So if you try to compare the offense, it's like then you put Eric Gordon out there too. Like, who you helping off of? Mm. Um, the only question is if can can Bill because Bill ain't play. If you go look now, they're gonna say that he could have played more last year, but the Wizards was trying to lose. That's arguable. But go look at the amount of games Bill has played the last few years. Go look at the amount of games Durant done played the last few years. And Booker has had injury concerns in his career, also. The question is health. I mean, that's I know that's every team, but the question is hell. But enough of them. Um, the Clippers. Look, they bring back. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go no, ahead. no. Go ahead. go ahead. I was going. Go ahead. Do the do the Clippers, and then I'm gonna ask you a question about all teams. Everybody, all right. So the Clippers bring Westbrook back. Still in the mix for some other trades and stuff like that. The uh the Nuggets lose Bruce Brown to the Pacers. He that. went and got paid. That might be a big hit considering mm-hmm. the lack the of production that they had from their bench. You know, a lot of the and he was a big part of the production from their bench. Uh, Nas Reed got paid kind of before of uh, Minnesota. He stayed there. Patrick Beverly went to the 76ers, I believe. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, which is kind of weird. Um but I guess they needed some defense. Um, the Bulls made some pretty decent uh, moves as far as guards, bring, uh, paid Kobe White, um, made some more moves, not really major moves. But a uh, few people got extensions, like LaMelo Ball got an extension. Um, Tyrese Halliburton got an extension. Um Melo got paid. The, Sabon, yes, yeah, two sixty second highest contract ever. Sabonis, uh, Sabonis got paid. Uh, Demondis Sabonis. So it's a few people got extensions. Uh, 
DiVincenzo went to the Knicks. So now him, Jalen Brunson, and Josh Hart, the former Villanova teammates, are all back together again in New York. Um, that's about it um, as far as major, major signings. Um, the Pelicans ain't did nothing, if you want to know. Uh, they signed um, I s- Cody Zeller. Yeah, um, I was just going to say. I s- but, but it makes sense. Because they let they lost Jackson Hayes and Willie Hernan Gomez, so you needed another big man, right. and you got a big man who played with James Borrego, who is your offensive assistant now. Who he played with James Borrego in Charlotte, so you get a guy who who kind of knows the system in the system. So it makes sense. Nothing flashy. I still think they might make some other moves, especially if. Oh, you had a question. Go ahead, ask your question. No, go ahead, go ahead. Because I, I was gonna I say, especially if Dame gets traded, yeah. if uh, which is what I was gonna say, the the what what's coming next? Um, Dame Lillard asked for a trade finally out of Portland. Oh, I forgot that one. Portland gave Jimmy Grant one hundred and sixty million dollars. How could I forget that? And it looks even worse now because they gave him one hundred and sixty million dollars, and Dame was like, "Yeah, I want out if that's the best y'all can do." <laughs> so, uh. They had a crossroads because they ain't want out, but what up, Roger? And, and yeah, what up, Roger? My guy. Uh, ain't too many places that he kind of so so they they kind of is a lot of places, but he's gonna get screwed. Why you say that? So, because I was listening to you know, saying I'm not an expert, I just play one on 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 YouTube, but I was listening to some of the stuff being the, like the difference between uh, him and Bill. He didn't have a no trade clause, so he he yeah he doesn't have, he he has a lot more years left on his contract. So wherever that, he goes, that's not stuff. screwing him. That's not no, screwing him. That's no, screwing the that's screwing the Blazers. No reason why I say so. He can't th- the threat of wherever you send me, I can't. You know, what I'm saying he can't let he has no leverage. Is basically what I'm saying. Oh well, um, no, that I agree with that. I he has no that. leverage. the 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 Pacers are going to uh, try to. I'm not Pacers. The Blazers are going to try to get what they can for him. Um, and it, it's going to be at the uh, it's going to be uh, what's best for the Blazers versus you know, what I'm saying hey, can we get find something that's mutually, you know, what I'm saying beneficial I'm for, you, for all I'm parts. Tell you what position that the Blazers is in. Mm-hmm. They in the same position that the Pelicans was in with AD. a few years ago with AD. Okay. They was in the same position that um, the Spurs was in with Kawhi. You know what I mean? And things like when you're a small market and you got a superstar, you could take it one or two ways, right? And AD kind of forced the Pelicans' hand to a certain extent. I'll give you that. But – the Pelicans gave him what he wanted, right? They sent him what he wanted to be. The Spurs did it differently. Everybody know Kawhi wanted to be in L.A. They sent him to Toronto, doing what they felt got best for the organization, right? Mm-hmm. All right. The Pelicans since had a guy, C.J. McCollum, who chose to come to New Orleans partially because of the way the organization is viewed, partially because they gave him what he wanted. Mm-hmm. They didn't screw over the player. You see what I'm saying? They worked with him, got what what's best for both parties. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be here 
Let's just make it mutually beneficial. Let's both get something out of the Spurs lost the person that they got in the deal. Mm -hmm. And what have they like? What I mean, they got Wimbayama now, but you know what I'm saying? Like, and so if you're the Blazers, right? Who coming to Portland as a free agent? Nobody. Like people was coming to play with Dane, but now that he gone, who coming to Portland? Nobody. So I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go, especially uh, if you're not willing to build. What's the point? But that's the thing, though. Like if you got, you just drafted Scoot Henderson. In my opinion, was the second best player in this draft. You got Shane Sharp. Both of them dudes, twenty years and under. You got Anthony Simons, who twenty four. You know what I mean? You got a talented young core. Why should they want to stay if you're the type of organization that don't look out for your players, especially a guy who's arguably the greatest blazer of all time, the greatest blazer of my lifetime? You know what I'm saying? Like, so if you don't look out for him, the dude who done did all this for y'all, and you send him to Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Or you send him to, you know what I'm saying? Washington somewhere he don't really want to be. Let me, ask, let me ask this. Would going to Detroit be a bad move right now? Yes. If you damn little then you want to win, yes. Detroit got a nice young core, but they ain't nowhere close to contending right now. There's only, Chris said, they ain't been there 11 years. That's a long time, especially in today's NBA. To, the, to your point, there's only two players who've been with their team longer than Dane. You want to know who they are? Clay and Steph. Both of them got four rings. Mm. So to your point, he been there longer than ever. He been in he been in Portland longer than Draymond been in Golden State. So if you don't do right by him, who wants to stay there? If I'm Simon's next big bag, next big contract extension, why do I want to stay? If things get rough, you just finna ship me somewhere I don't want to be. So it's like Port. It's that's what the Pelicans were, bro. I did not want AD to go to the Lakers, but if we didn't do that, what? Like, who wants to come to LA ever again? I mean, who wants to come to New Orleans ever again? And even if you get drafted, though, you know you gonna want to be first thing, first thing smoking. I'm out. They don't take care of their players here. Was a hey, our, our cousin uh simple. I think you caught that. He said the best uh Blazers in our lifetime. Yeah, so, I said my lifetime. You're like yeah. now. I I was too young when when Clyde was playing. I I never saw Bill Walton play for the for the Blazers. I ain't that damn old. <laughs> so, uh, but I, I get what you're saying. Um, let me ask this. This is the question I want to ask. We know when it came down to playoffs, uh, the talent gap between who eventually became the, the champions being the Denver Nuggets mm -hmm. and everybody else was kind of, you know, some of the teams who, who could have competed with them may have been in the East and they got eliminated um, for the most part. So my question is, with everything that's happened so far with the draft, with um, – free agency, trades, everything that's going on. Um, has anybody narrowed the gap enough to where they are a major threat to Denver? Now, I think I know the answer to this, but go ahead. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Denver, I mean, Denver lost some depth for one. Yeah. Because they lost Jeff Green, too. Houston signed him too. Mm. So, I mean, um, so Denver lost some depth for one. And, I mean, the West got better. I mean, the Lakers got better. I was happy. Phoenix you, got better. You you know, we talk about this offline all the time. You, you know what I'm saying about the problem with the Lakers or, or, and, and period. You need a center. And and you need a stretch. You need somebody who can get you through the regular season. I don't you know. Some- I don't necessarily know if you need a stretch right now, dog. And I, I know. I, and I know your sentiments. Yeah. But I'm gonna tell you why. Mm-hmm. Because offense ain't a problem for y'all. Mm-hmm. Even okay. even even like even in the playoffs, as bad as y'all was offensively, the reason why y'all lost is because y'all had nobody who could stop Joker. Nobody. Mm-hmm. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Like. Nobody. And so even even if y'all had a stretch, like let's say y'all had Kevin Love, all right? Like he not stopping Jokic. You see what but I'm saying? That, so I, I like, wouldn't I but that's Kevin Love of So who you so like who you a prime, you know. So like who you want? I don't know, man. That's the point. Like, I, I I You don't. see what I'm saying? Like it ain't too many like the only few like you got like Brooke Lopez. Who just signed? Who resigned with uh, him and him and Middleton both resigned with Milwaukee? But I mean, you got Brooke Lowe, who is stretch. You know what I'm saying? But he's oh, like I, the only uh, one. Uh, let me because because I know some people have have you know what I'm saying the, the way they define stretch stretch ish somebody who can you know what I'm saying somebody who can make an outside shot but who could also you know what I'm saying play the paint. That's that's my you know what I'm saying. I, but it's 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 hard to do because the only two guys. And we talked about the only two guys who you really got like that are I mean, it's MB a few, it's a few, but like like I mean you got a few, like you got the Nurkiches, like Portland Nurkic. But it, it can't it can't be no it can't be uh cat. No, 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 can't no, be no. him. I mean cat cat like a four. That's why they went and got Gobert. You know, what it's I'm not saying? even that I, I need I need a big who got that dog in him. But, I don't but need. I feel. I feel. I mean, I understand, but but what I'm saying is, like, even if he got that dog in him, like, cat is a four. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't him. Him having that dog ain't got nothing to do with it. Bam a, is a four. Bam is a. He's size wise. He's a four. He he's can't. a four. Like yes. Like like having that dog in him has nothing to do when you're going against Jokic. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you need size. That dude. That's a big human being. You know what I'm saying, and so like you need a guy who is gonna be. You know like, who we need yeah, to get. You need a seven foot dude who got some size to him. You know who we need you to need, get. Go get go get Boogie Cousins. Like you know That's what I'm saying. One. Like you need somebody like that, bro. That's what you need. I wouldn't say a Shaq type, and the reason why I but say that's uh, yes, you but, need uh, yeah. Shaq type, but not necessarily Shaq. But you need a big body like that. Yes. Like, and that's the thing. He ain't got to play a whole bunch. He ain't got to play a lot. JaVale McGee would be good. Dwight Howard would be good. Would have been. I mean, they've been out the league for three years now, so, I mean, you probably don't want them now, but you need that type of play. And y'all got a dude who, who played in Florida, Colin Castleton. Y'all signed him to a two-way deal. He might make it. I don't know, but he that type of body. He is seven-foot dude with some size to him. Like, Mobile, but not coming back. 
I highly doubt that. You, you but, know who we need to get? Who who I think is is tougher than than um cat can probably stretch. You know what I'm saying? And play. You know what I'm saying? Big on the inside. Gotta get Liz Cambridge. Get out of OnlyFans. Put on the court. Let's go. She she's six nine, bro. She she played she played taller than that. Nah, she don't. She's soft. Cats? Never mind. I'm not gonna lie to you. She's soft. But uh, <laughs> I said get out of OnlyFans. All right, man. Uh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Um. Uh, I just can't call Anthony Towns to me. I, I we can have a bash. I mean, call, call Anthony, Anthony Towns is like Anthony Davis in a lot of sense. I mean, if we want to be a thousand percent honest, dog, neither one of them dudes really got a lot of heart. And I'm not just saying that because Anthony Davis, whatever. I'm just being facts. Anthony Davis don't care a lot of the time. And if you look at him, whenever he's actually dominating, it's the few times where he actually shows that fire and that dog in him. But most of the time, he don't show that. So that's I mean, fair. if we want to be, if we want to be honest, like that's what's stopping AD from being an all-time great is that he turned it on and off. If he played with it all the time, it wouldn't be no conversation about it. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I just think that the difference is he actually turned it on sometimes. Cat don't ever turn it on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like Cat, Cat got moments. Cat problem is he only care about offense. You know what I'm saying? And if he don't, if he not getting his offensively, that his rest of his game is dumb. Like if he missed three shots, the rest of his, or if you don't throw him the ball when he open, like he out of it. He like a bunch of middle school kids. I want to say something. Cat, I mean, I'm not gonna say. Cat changed the game. It's just make sure y'all say that. Cat changed the game. But anyway, I think Dray, I think Damian Lillard is gonna end up in either Miami. I think he'll be he'd be good. Milwaukee. Man. Ooh. And I'm gonna throw in a wildest of wild cards, and you're gonna be like, what? Utah. Hmm. Okay. Where is Weber State located? Man, I don't even know. Utah. Mm. Who has $15 million in cap space to where salary ain't going to really be a problem for them? Utah. You know if that happened, we're clipping this. Who got a whole bunch of picks from not only the Rudy Gobert trade, but also the Donovan Mitchell trade? Utah. Who is Utah's GM? Danny Ainge. Who's known for making big-time moves? Danny Ainge. All I'm saying is they could package. They got Laurie Markkinen. They got uh, Jordan Clarkson they just brought back. They got Colin Sexton. They mm-hmm. got a whole bunch of Oak Jobby. They got a whole bunch of young guys. And they got uh, Walker Kessler. You know what I mean? They got a whole bunch of people that – and like 16 picks that they could package together. And that's just from them. That ain't including if they decide to go to a third team trade. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm just – but the, the thing about the Thunder, though, is the Thunder have – and Nick is right. Nick said you're describing the Thunder, too. But 
the but the thing is the Thunder have Shea Gilders Alexander. So you're gonna put Dame at the two, you know what I'm saying? It ain't versus versus Utah, who has Colin Sexton, who has already played the two. Cause Colin Sexton played the two whenever they had Darius Garland in Cleveland. Cleveland. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And so, and but not just that though. It's it's like with Clarkson and with some of the other pieces that they got in Utah. It's kind of a better fit than Dame. Like, cause I feel like Dame need to be on kind of a slower pace. You know what I'm saying? Cause of his mm-hmm. age and like. And OKC, they want to run, bro. They young. They got all these long wings, paws. You know what I'm saying? They want to. They want to run. And so Dame kind of slowed that timeline, like that. I, like, I don't know if that that fit ain't necessarily the same as it would be in Utah. Yeah. Oh uh, no, no, Chris, no, no. <laughs> Nobody um, wants Chris Paul. Um, golly, I was about to say um. Jordan Clarkson, you mentioned him. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to talk about that one day. That dude has like a Marvel on anti-hero storyline to like the, the way he became the person, like the, the player he is. It's like he, he got a story, man. But that's 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 for another day. Uh let's move on, man, real quick. Um ESPN, man. I hate that and I hate to talk about this, but it's like it seemed like this almost every year. I forgot Uh-oh. Utah got John Collins. Oh, they did. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Oh, no, my bad. My bad. My bad. Uh, ESPN. They went through another round of layoffs. Uh, some of the 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 anchors, personalities, and stuff that we grew up watching are gone. Uh, A lot of them, bro. Uh, the even the play by play on NBA is gone. Jalen, uh, Jalen, uh, Rose out of there. Uh, Van Gundy out of there. Devil um, miss me. And did you see who they finna re- possibly replace Van Gundy with? Oh God, I didn't. Who? Doc Rivers. I'm about to get something strong to drink. Um, I'm not. I'm just gonna watch him on mute. Cause Doc Rivers and Mark Jackson not happening, boss. Not happening, but I do hope TNT hires Van Gundy and put the Van Gundy brothers together because that'll make a fire broadcast, and I would definitely watch that. Yeah, man, 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 man. But I don't know, man. I I, I hate to see it, and it seems like, and I know what they're doing. It seems so the like biggest, the biggest shocker to you was who? Um, what's the lady? Um, Susie Colbert. There you go. Yeah, that was what? a big one. Todd McShay for me. I didn't realize Todd McShay was gone. Yeah. Golly. So what it seems like they're doing is basically um trying to pay Pat McAfee. No, they're trying to they're trying to get they're getting rid of experience and saving money there and bring it and keeping younger talent. That's a good point. I didn't see they're new, kind of the new media in the sense, because why does Kendrick Perkins still have a job? But some of these people y'all fight hired and uh I, I, I will say this about by Kendrick Perk. Kendrick Perk he is terrible. Some, Don't you is. dare defend that man. Okay. I and I and I get it. Kendrick Perkins has some some wild outlandish takes, 
but he has had some 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 moments. Man, okay, stop. That dude said that dude said that um oh who um the boy seven uh who is it Nick? He said that uh somebody had grown to seven foot two and he took it off a of Twitter troll, bro. Oh yeah. Mm. I forgot uh, I want to say it was Moses Moody, but I could be wrong. But he was like, yeah, somebody done, he done grown to seven foot two. And that was some somebody on Twitter said it, like trolling. And then that was like, and he he even like quote tweeted that tweet and was like, boom, like y'all leave me alone. Like, come on, bro. Like, yeah, see, Moses Moody. He said Moses Moody was seven foot two now. Yeah, sources tell me Moses Moody seven foot two. Ain't no source told you that. Twitter told you that, man. Some dude in his mama basement told you that you ran with it on national television. That dude is terrible, bro. But anyway, back to ESPN and they layoffs. But yeah. I think I think they're trying to for one pay Pat McAfee because they spent a lot of money on him. And so if you look at like they like Max Kellerman, they got rid of him. Yeah, they got rid of Keyshawn uh, Johnson. They got rid of. Uh, somebody else. Did they get rid of Jay Wheel? I know they got no, rid of that show, but they got rid of Jalen Jalen Rose. So it's like they yeah. got rid of like they, like they radio, like they radio, like Max Kellerman and Jalen Rose, like they on ESPN Radio. So it's like they freed up some radio t- spots too for the Pat McAfee show, in a sense. You see what I'm saying? And they could kind of free up some tea. They got rid of uh some e uh sports center personalities, um like they got rid of all kind of people. But to me, ESPN messed up whenever they did the Manning cast on Monday Night Football. Because now you're paying Troy Eggman and uh, Joe Buck, who deservedly so, they're probably the best in the business. But you're also paying the Mannings, and they're competing against each other. Well, I felt like they should have did. Oh, they said Jay contract was up, so he was gone anyway. Mm. Well, I felt like they should have did was I feel like they should do the Manning cast for the second biggest SEC game of the week. Keyword, second biggest. So for for Mississippi State versus South Carolina, do the Manning cast. Y'all both played in the SEC. Y'all both played against people who went to both of these schools. Y'all got contacts at these schools. And now you got people got a, people who live in Ohio or people who live in North Dakota or people who live in Portland, Oregon, got a reason to tune in to that SEC game now because they get to watch the Manning brothers. I that's why I feel like that. But anyway, now you got all this money to make up that you done paid all these people, and right. so now you got to lay people off. Now they're talking about bringing Shannon Sharp on potentially on first take and all this other kind of. But I just don't see it, man. I don't care for Shannon Sharp on first take. I get I it. I don't care for first. I don't watch. I don't that care. Show. For, I don't. I don't either. Um, but I don't I watch think, nothing on ESPN but sports. Uh, but I do think what ESPN brings uh, or is trying to bring, if they do get Shannon Sharp, is more for the uh, the podcast side. His podcast is that I new like media, it. new yeah. media. You know what I'm saying? And that's like McAfee. But I mean, honestly, I don't. I don't know if that's really. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Um, uh, uh, we can move on, man. I, I, I do want to say, uh, and I, I know you didn't watch it, uh, 
big fight last night. Big Baby Anderson. Um, I can't think of his first name. Uh, Big Baby Jared. Anderson. Jared. Big Baby Anderson versus Charles Martin. Uh, it was his first big test. Um, I know uh, Nick watched it. It was said to be his first big test, and it turned out to be uh, his first big test. He actually uh, he had not been past the sixth round, and he had had knockouts in all his fights. He actually this one went the distance. Um, he got a knock knockdown in the first or second round. I think it was the second round. He got a knockdown on a clean shot, uh, but then around the fifth or sixth, he got yeah. he he got caught. Uh, Charles Martin <laughs> caught him. Hey, he caught him in one, and the eyes, the eyes book. Hey, and then he was. Hey, <laughs> I'm telling you, you ever uh, when somebody say something to you, something crazy, but like, hey man, come here, give me a hug. That's how he got hit. He got hit. He said, "Oh, come here, give me a hug. Come here, come here." Talk to you, come here. <laughs> <laughs> got got hit, and uh, he he locked up and stuff. Uh, and that was probably with about a minute left in in the round. Uh, and from there, he kind of got you know, saying his feet were still wobbly. But he got out of that round, came back, fought a real good fight. Um, and they talked about it. They, they basically said that uh, with him surviving that fight, he is probably uh, – he just needs experience. He's not ready for the big-time heavyweights. Uh, but he's getting there. His biggest flaw is, is, is probably tightening up his defense. Um, yeah, he ain't ready for them big boys, then. He got to tighten up his defense a little bit. Uh Shakur Stevens walked out with him carrying his belt and stuff. So it's funny, man, to see Sha- when Shakur Stevens not is not fighting. That boy's so small, man. When he is not fighting, he looked like a little kid. Why then he all you know yeah. so he got the dimples and he the always smiling, bro. Yeah, he always just looked happy to be there. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. ain't almost said so bad, but he just looked happy to be there, man. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's good to see him, you know what I'm saying, walk out with him and stuff. Um I can't wait to see his next fight. I don't know who it is. I, I just every time he fight, I just love seeing him fight. So. Man, they say he gonna get the uh the winner of uh um is Tank it and Haney. Oh, is it Tank and Haney? Oh, okay. I don't I don't know if that's official, but that's what yeah. I heard. Yeah. Um, I will say, man. Um. Hayne ain't ready. I don't care who he nah. fight. I mean, I don't know. I don't, honestly, and I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but like I don't see too many people messing with Shakur at all. He is probably and don't get. Hold on, hold on, dude. <laughs> shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> I gotta tell you, uh, Dylan. I got a Dylan story too. He he came in. We was talking about the NBA. <laughs> he came in. Said, "Dad, I just got embarrassed." I said, "By what?" He said, "A ten-year-old embarrassed." I said, "What happened?" He said, "I had kicked the ball to him, and I was running, and he 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 did this move right here, and I had slipped. And I looked down at his feet. He got on Crocs. I said, "But you got on Crocs. Why you got on real shoes?" I had them in sports mode. It's like, bro, that don't count me anyway. That dude, that funny, but uh, yeah, uh, Haney is not ready. Back to to box, Haney is not ready. Um, he just ain't. Uh, I think he got exposed big time. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 
I think I, he lost that fight versus Lomachenko. I, I complete, he completely lost it. Uh, how they got them numbers, I have no idea. Uh, I do. I hate that Tio, uh, Tio uh, female. I hate he retired because I think he. I don't he, know if that's true though. I don't know if that's true. I think that dude just, and it was crazy because I kind of liked him as a fighter, but I think he just kind of mad he's not in the spotlight. I think you know he would. I mean? He's not getting it, the attention. He and, and, and granted, I, I, he's he's pretty good. Um, but he got a few losses though. If he had to took on Shakur, because uh, because let me ask you, man, he was gonna who, get man. No, who who is he gonna ready. beat? Shakur. Uh, I don't even know if he could be. Well, he could probably be him and Haney might be the closest he get one. Haney. He could get Haney. He could get uh. He could get. No, he can't. Uh, you finna say Ryan Garcia? No, he can't. Nope, not Garcia. He can I get. I think him. he could. I don't think so. Nope, not I Garcia. And he definitely getting tanked. I think. No, no, no. I think. I he think. Could, I think he get. I think he could get Ryan Garcia though. I think the only person, uh, only the person I really think that can get Gar- uh get tanked, I think it's Shakur Stevens, and uh, and that's simply because, and simply because I think it's it tank can't you know what I'm saying it's gonna be hard for him to land one, and he he would get beat technically it wouldn't be a knockout he'll get beat I think he get he just technically get beat. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So yeah, I'm telling you, Lopez will get Garcia, bro. I think he would too, bro. Garcia, Garcia is Garcia is is don't like he's not gonna be good against an aggressive fighter because Garcia don't like being on the defensive. He's not really a counter striker. You know what I'm saying? So like, I just like, have to see it. Tia, Tia I, mean, Fimo, I get what you're saying. Tiafimo aggressive like that, so he's gonna keep charging. He's gonna put Garcia like running backwards the whole time. So I think he could get, and I'm not saying Garcia couldn't beat him. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like, no, no, I, but I, I think that's the, I think yeah, I think that's the type of fighter that Garcia wouldn't really do well against is an aggressive fighter like that. Um, but the rest, I agree with you. I think honestly, nobody beating Shakur, in my opinion, Shakur is like Andre Ward to me, like thousand cuts. He's gonna slice you to death every time. Um, Haney is like Adrian Bronner to me. Mm-hmm. He got talent, but his head ain't always there, and I don't really know how much he actually like boxing. But Adrian Broner got he his Tank he, he let his Tank, ego kill his career. Yeah, Tank, bro, he Tank got. I don't know if he could get with Shakur though, dog, because Shakur's so patient and technical, and and Tank is smart and he know angles and he know distances and all that. But mm-hmm. I don't know if he's patient enough, dog. Like you, I, I don't know if he's patient enough. Cause like you might not get a solid hit for four rounds. You know what I mean? Like and you just gonna have to live with that. I'm gonna be honest with you. I have never seen anybody get a solid hit a whole fight. That one, but uh, but uh, but that's what I'm saying. Like you might like your your one chance might come once every four rounds. Death you by just gotta be okay cuts. with that and take that. You just gonna have to be okay with it and just make the most of that one shot when you get it every four rounds. You get three shots of fight, you know what I'm saying? And and if you don't hit one of them three, it's over with for you. And I just don't know if he that patient. Yeah. But I I don't know if it's I I will say this. I want to see Lomachenko fight again because I was I only thing about him is, and he did the same thing against Tia Fimo. He wait too long to open up. 
he wait too long to let his hands loose. And it's like, he did if, that, you, yeah. if you did that from round one or round two, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of round five, it'll be a totally different fight. But speaking of good fights, Charlo Canelo is going to be a hell of a fight. September, I believe. I think that's in September. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So I think Tank, uh what do you say? Uh I think Tank can tank uh his very underrated times wise. It normally takes Tank like four or five rounds to figure out a dude and get going. I mean, that's true, but I don't care, bro. I, I, listen, I it Shakira Stevens. You I have think, you, don't, it, you don't think that Charlotte Canelo a good fight? He said no. Uh, no, it's not, bro. I think it's gonna be a good at least for the sale tickets. I, I at least want to well, see. The only thing is, I don't know what Charlotte got, he ain't falling a minute, yeah. And I know Canelo, he he took that L when he went up a weight class and fought. Um, ah, uh, what's his name? I, I remember the fight, I just don't remember the person. Uh, Bivit, Bivit, something, something like that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were somebody. Hey, somebody back on, on your back doing it. <laughs> bibble, 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 all something like that. Uh, I don't, bibble, I don't know, but bro, he fucked that dude. But yeah, I, I but I hey. think he, going back to what he need to be weight wise is gonna help him a lot. And Charlo ain't falling a minute. That's I don't know. Hey man, we might need to check outside. It might be snowing. The Mets have swept the series over who. They just beat the uh, Giants. They just swept the Giants. Oh, good. It don't matter. The Dodgers suck this year. I don't care about baseball no more. Bro, don't even get me talking about baseball teams. All right, man. It's time for all the calls, man. We ain't did this in a minute. Let's go. All right. Let's roll. Uh, you go first. Yeah, I was just going to say, you got you to gotta kind of positive. So. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, fans all around the world, uh, this message is brought to you by Karma. I just want to say that uh, I need fans, especially college fans, especially college fans, uh, to temper temper your your yourselves uh control yourselves when we talk about these college kids who uh and they make different decisions and uh, go back and forth. Um, I am, you know, saying many of you know my my oldest is is going through the recruiting process now, um, and I had to check myself because he he was making decisions and and I was like, no, yes, no, hey, you need to do this, but I had to realize it's their decision. But that's not the point I want to make. I want to say this. Um, a lot of fans have seemed to be troubled by. Uh, Tavion Galloway and his decision to decommit um, the places he's looking to now um, and things of that nature. I want to bring to your attention certain people. Uh, Jawan Johnson, John Emery, Harold Perkins, Jamar Chase. Uh, That's just name a few. As we go on, I'm pretty sure there are some other names you can think of. What do these guys all have in common? They all were committed somewhere else before they ended up in LSU's class. So why do I 
say this now about Tavion Galloway. Do I think he ends up with LSU? Nah, maybe not necessarily. Not this year, at least. Uh, but with the transfer portal, you never know who comes back. I.e., Aaron Anderson. Major Burns. Y'all know those names? Let's not get in the business of start talking bad about these recruits who end up either decommitting from our class or even going to a different, you know, since school initially. We never know. They may end up back here. And if you start doing this now, when will it stop? Because you may be steering somebody away who's looking at coming back. So I like to say, again, let's be adults about this. If somebody didn't pick you, because that, that, that young lady didn't want to go to the prime with you, or that young man doesn't want to go to prime with you, that don't mean they're going to necessarily won't come back calling. Some of y'all understand that. Some of y'all still got that rejection, uh, the rejection issues from high school or college or wherever you got them from. But chill, man. These are young men that are making decisions, and young ladies who are making decisions for the best of themselves. That's all I got for you. Well, 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 I couldn't agree more, my brother. Um, very, very good information to keep in mind for us fans. Um, now, I want to ask the audience, um, how good of a friend are you? And not just that, how good of friends do you have? Because I would like to call down the friends... Of our guy, your guy, you might not even know who this guy is, but uh, our guy Jordan Westberg made his MLB debut, and his friends came and supported him the way that all friends should come out and support friends. Pooh, roll that clip for me. So my guy gets called up for his first MLB game. This is his first at bat, and his friends, as you see right there, are going wild. In the dugout. I mean, the guy finally gets his first MLB game. And congratulations, Jordan. Way to get called up to the majors, man. Way to see your dream finally come true. That's what I call a friend, Pooh. Hey, I heard that uh, he was debating on if his walk-up song was going to be uh, the Golden Girls theme song or uh, You Got a Friend in Me by Paul, <laughs> Paul Newman. <laughs> Oh man, that's real though, man. Have people, you know, say out there supporting you like that. That's, that's real, real, bro. That's as real as it get, dog. I want somebody who's gonna cheer for me like that, dog. My corner, bro, for real. Yeah, I played softball for my uh for my job. You know, what I'm saying, and my wife you and kids. No, you ain't had no, you ain't had no cheering section like that for you. Yeah, dog? my wife, my wife and kids used to love coming out. You know, what I'm saying cheering, cheering me on, man. My kids laughed at me though because I I slid for, for third base and I came on short and I started swimming. They were they were late. Listen, you did that Willie Mays Hayes on them, huh? Man, what? <laughs> I was safe though. <laughs> I, I made it. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Oh man. Man, we'll be back. Um sometime. Sometime. Uh I don't know if we're gonna be on Wednesday. Uh we'll be probably be back on, on next Golden Boot. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.